Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Stone in Pine Bluff. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. A very physical team. They've had some injuries as well. We don't know exactly who they're going to play at quarterback, running back, but they have capable backups at either place. The problem is, is at quarterback, they're totally two different types of offenses that we have to prepare for. We would have to do that some anyway uh, because they're, they're playing both quarterbacks quite a little bit, but it's just different now knowing that Will got hurt. We don't know where that is. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, where we're going to talk about everything in the sports world that is bothering us. And we want to hear from you, if you can believe it or not. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live fan feedback after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors. And today is not only we're going to be talking about things that are bothering us, but we're also going to be joined by Josh Braun, the Razorback offensive lineman, thanks to Matt Black Allstate Insurance. He'll be joining us as we recap the game against Alabama for him and moving on into the game against Mississippi State, which should be an interesting matchup. We'll do a little previewing of that today as well. And uh, we'll give uh, some uh, thoughts and opinions on the uh, Bulldogs coming to town because it's kind of a must-win for all intents and purposes. But we'll talk about that. And Josh Braun, I'll tell you this, he's always been great coming on and a great guy to talk to and keeps it extremely real. In fact, uh, I made the joke, or I should say he made the joke off the record or off the air, and he told me I could share it anyways. But I thought it was really funny when I was interviewing him last night and he brings up the fact that he asked him about Landon Jackson getting three and a half sacks and jokingly said, he's like, oh, well, when he gets three and a half sacks, it's a great thing. But when I give up three and a half sacks, everyone's all mad and upset. So it kind of shows a sense of humor, and he was kidding, but still uh, really cool to catch up with him. And we'll be doing that in the 3 o'clock hour and hearing from him and what he has to say. But we'll have also uh, some headlines to dive into and also get into uh, some big storylines as tomorrow uh, the show will be live from SEC Tip-Off. I don't want to call it SEC Media Days. It's SEC Tip-Off 2024, where in Birmingham, Alabama, it'll be the equivalent of SEC Media Days. There in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, we'll be live from there and getting you all the latest up-to-date information on Razorback basketball, but also the conference. So basketball season is upon us, and it's getting to that point to where people are starting to get really excited about everything that's going to be going on with the basketball team. And in fact... Uh, just as a little, I don't know if I want to call it breaking news or whatever, but uh, just here, as soon as the 1 o'clock hour started, the uh, preseason All-SEC team in order of finish is officially released, where you have Trevin Brazil as first-team All-SEC and Devo Davis as second-team All-SEC. So not surprising there in the slightest, especially with uh, Devo being named on there, but uh, the <laughs> the whole thing with Trevin Brazil, though, I was, I was a little 
interested to see where he would end up because I know he's a great player. I think everyone thinks he's a great player, but due to the injury and with the transfer portal and all the changes that go on there, I mean, it, it can go a lot of different directions and be uh, released in a lot of different ways. But uh, kudos to Trevin Brazil at being first team all SEC, which is always a, a big honor for anybody to be picked uh, as a preseason all conference. Now it's just a matter of showing it and getting out there and getting it done. But uh, I was I was happy to see uh, Devo also get the respect that he was due. And, you know, of course, it's also really funny to me, too, Joe, whenever they release the, the all-SEC teams, it's not just a five-player deal. <laughs> you know, it's like, eh, well, uh, there's eight guys cause on each team because I guess technically it's a team, but also some reserves and some backups. It's the only one I feel like in pretty much all preseason awards, whether it, no matter the league, where it doesn't go about just how many players are actually on the floor, goes about like, eh, well, these, yeah, well, eight. Eight first-teamers, because they're, they're just that good. They're players coming off the bench, so that's what they are wanting to see. They want to give more than just a starting five. And uh, for basketball, you do play, you know, mix and match the lineups and play more players. You can only play five at a time on the court, but... They're looking for a little bit more, so they're looking for some depth in basketball. Well, the other teams that uh, were listed as the first team, you had Wade Taylor, the fourth from Texas A&M, Santiago Vescovi in there from Tennessee, which, yes, he still plays there with the Volunteers. Uh, He was a first-teamer, Justin Edwards from Kentucky, Grant Nelson from Alabama, which was a player that Arkansas was in the mix for in the transfer portal. He is... uh, He's been set up there as a first-teamer, Trevin Brazil. Johnny Broom, also, yes, he is still at Auburn. And then Tolu Smith, those are your first-team all SEC players. So uh, we'll have some, some fun to talk about that, and especially when uh, it gets uh, tomorrow and how it's uh, going to be uh, set up. And oh, oh, yeah, I can't forget this one. This was, I'm sure people are going to completely agree with this one. The predicted order of finish has also been released for, Razor, uh, for SEC basketball. Tennessee is your preseason favorite. That's the number one team in the SEC. Number two, Texas A&M. The Aggies get the number two spot. Then Arkansas comes in at number three. Kentucky at number four. Alabama at five. Auburn at six. Mississippi State seven. Florida at eight. Missouri nine. Ole Miss ten. Vanderbilt 11. Georgia 12. LSU 13. And poor South Carolina at or 13. And then poor South Carolina at 14. So there's your predicted order. They feel finish. good about A&M and Buzz Williams, his coaching ability, what they've done over the past couple of seasons, putting some things together. Especially at the end of the year, they've looked really good. So, Buzz Williams is doing a good job. And, yeah. uh, it, you know, preseason, we never know what's going to happen. But that, they're just basing it off what they saw to end last season going into this season. Well, uh, even uh, Wade Taylor the fourth on Texas A&M, he was the preseason player of the year, uh, was what he was listed at. And I think everyone's thinking that uh, he, he's going to be the deal. But I'd love to go back, and I'm sure there's been people that have done it, just to see how accurate the preseason is in every sport. But I feel like college basketball, SEC basketball, man, <laughs> nobody would have guessed like Arkansas. I think they were picked to finish second, maybe, in the SEC last year. Finished 10th. And I know that there's reasons behind it, but still, uh, a lot of different things can happen. Even Alabama, I think, last year was picked to finish fourth or fifth, and they ended up finishing first. So That's what preseason predictions are for, and that's all they are, predictions, projections. Yes, and something to get upset about for some fans <laughs> to say, hey, we're getting disrespected. But, yeah, that's all it is. So I just wanted to pass that along for some of the basketball news that just came out uh, here on the show. And uh, I know we'll dive into uh, some other things, too, like the NFL game last night. Cowboys bouncing back, uh, getting the victory over the Chargers, 20-17. to So they're, they're back in the winning ways after that really uh, rough outing against San Francisco. So nice little performance out of them. I know Cowboys fans were happy about that. And uh, well, That was a good win. It was. It was. It was. I, I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't bet because I thought about betting the over in it because I know that offense can uh, definitely be driven between those two teams, but especially the Chargers. But it was a lower scoring game than I thought it would be. And it was a, it was a tight one and one that came down to the wire. But uh, it was definitely, I think, with the way that McCarthy, especially was like, handling the game, trying to milk the clock, less possessions, run the ball more effectively. I'm sure that played a part in it. But I was expecting something to be in the 30s or something like that. But 20-17, yeah, to 17, still a highly entertaining game, to say the least. It was a uh, nice back-and-forth game. Came down to the end, and the Cowboys, they did what it took to, to get it done, especially with those last couple of plays. Michael Parsons getting the sack, and then Stephon Gilmore getting the interception to end the game. They stepped up big when they needed to to go ahead and close it out because – it looked like it was 
where the Chargers were going to – they had plenty of time on the clock. They had time to either go down and tie the game or take a, uh, a touchdown and win it, but – Cowboys defense stepped up big and took it away from them. Definitely had some fireworks before the game even started. I don't know what has been going on. I feel like there's been a lot more pregame scuffles here recently uh, between teams, but uh, Cowboys and Chargers getting into it a little bit, and Austin Eckler got his helmet knocked off. Like That thing was knocked clean off uh, during the scuffle. Uh, doesn't look like anything came about it as far as the, the game or penalties or ejections or anything like that, but yeah, they, they, they got a little spicy there to start the game. And had some back and forth there, but uh, it was uh, it was a good win for the Cowboys to get get back in the winning ways. Uh, let's go to the phone line. Start off early with Brent, who's in Stuttgart. What's up, Brent? What's going on, John and Joe? Hey, Brent. What's up, man? Hey, uh, John. I hear you're going to be in Birmingham. You may already be there today. I don't know. No, I am leaving today after the show. I'll be down there. Oh, okay. Um, who uh, who? Uh, how many people come to cover uh, the the media day for basketball? Do you have any clues? Yeah, I went. If, it, if it's like it was last year, Brent, no. In fact, I made the joke that last year, myself, Curtis Wilkerson, Scotty Bordelin, and Bob Holt were the members of Arkansas Media that went down there. So there's four of us. No other media group, or no other team, I should say, had more than two representatives of media down there. Like, Arkansas was the only one that brought four. So, it's a very small, like, quick type of media days that just last two days where both men's basketball and women's basketball go all 28 teams in two days. Oh. Hey, uh, Joe, I had a question about the Cowboys game last night. Joe, you there? Yeah. Go ahead, Brent. Joe? Go ahead. Hello? Brent, Joe, can you hear? Go ahead, Brent. Can you hear Joe? No, I can't. Uh, oh, well, go ahead well, with your question, ask, man. I'm going to ask you, John. What was Mike McCarthy trying to do at the end of the first half? Why didn't he? Why didn't he? They had eight seconds left, I believe. Why didn't he try to run a play before he kicked the field goal? Do you know? I mean, what's the explanation there? I mean, from what I saw, is just uh, it was trying to basically be as conservative as possible. I mean, that was the only thing I could see. I, I think that uh, when he, I think he mouthed to the ref that everyone saw that he was waiting until the to the final end to call a timeout and didn't even take a shot at the end zone. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, it worked out because they won, but just playing it conservative. Yeah, that's what it was. That's all I saw is just him being conservative. Okay, okay. I guess you got to live with that. It worked out okay. Yeah, but, did do uh, that. I was I was wanting them to take at least one one shot. You know, let's see what we got. But hey, John, be safe going to going to Birmingham. Hey, I will do, Brent. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was uh, it was yeah, nice nice to uh, talk a little basketball there for a bit too. I'm excited about the basketball season. I know many of you are, and so uh, we'll have some great coverage down there and uh, discuss everything over the next couple of days and get to hear from Eric Musselman and Trevin Brazil and Devo Davis, the two guys that were listed as All-SEC players in the preseason. But we'll have a lot more to get to. We want to hear from you, of course, if you want in on the conversation. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. Well, what'd you make of not only the game last night, but uh, how do you feel about this week going forward for Razorback football? We'll talk some basketball, too. And we'll keep it moving also with what's bothering you in the world of sports. You can always let us know that. But we're going to get to that and a lot more coming up next here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. This is
Texas Sports Center. Well, Monday night was a big night for fans in the Dallas Metroplex. Not only did the Texas Rangers take a 2-0 lead in the American League Championship Series, but the Dallas Cowboys picked up a win on Monday night football. Dak Prescott went 21 of 30 passing for 272 yards, throwing for a touchdown and running for another as the Cowboys beat the Los Angeles Chargers 20-17. Brandon Aubrey hit a 39-yard field goal with just over two minutes left to give the Cowboys the win. Turning to basketball, the Associated Press released its preseason men's poll on Monday. The Arkansas Razorbacks find themselves at number 14 in the poll. The Razorbacks are one of five SEC teams ranked in the preseason poll. Tennessee is the highest of them, sitting at number 9. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. Tune in every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by HJ Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at HJTrailerSales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. I know the last three years people have got accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle. Well, it's not that way anymore at Red River Ram. If you're looking for a new Ram truck, we've got heavy-duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at $49.5 or up to $12,000 off sticker price for a Cummins diesel. And we've got $11,000 off Ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks. If you want the best selection and the best buying experience, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Now during Ram Power Days. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies, and the biggest Halloween party is right around the corner. Saturday, October 28th, break out the costume, get ready to throw down. Brewskies is going to be the place to party with karaoke in the bar, and dude call Rob spinning all your favorite jams down in the basement till 2 a.m. VIP sections and bottle service, email brewskiespubandgrub.com. Halloween, Saturday night, October the 28th, come celebrate at Brewskies. Again, brewskiespubandgrub.com. It's Brewskies, you home for lunch. Happy hour and late night. I thought I was going to have to go through a hip replacement or some painful, unsuccessful surgery or be crippled the rest of my life. Electrical engineer Dan Vogler had awful arthritic pain in his hips. Pain that not only affected him physically, but also emotionally. And it spilled over even to his relationships. I was almost mean. If you're in pain and other people don't sympathize with it, you're lashing out at the wrong people. But then Dan found QC Kinetics. With the latest advances in regenerative medicine, non-surgical treatment, treatments with lasting relief. I felt immediate relief. I mean, within half a day, much of the inflammation and pain was down. And today, Dan says he's totally pain-free, living the life he wants. At the end of the fourth treatment, I felt pretty much healed and enthused and was raving about QC Kinetics. I can recommend them highly to anyone. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. At Arvest Bank, we're ready to help you tie down a great rate without getting tied down. With Arvest's 14-month Rate Boost CD, you get a guaranteed rate of 5.25 annual percentage yield that starts earning interest on day one, plus unexpected flexibility to fit your needs. Even better, you can request a one-time boost if rates go higher. Now that's helpful. Open an account today at arvest.com slash flexible savings or at any of our 200-plus locations. Member FDIC, $1,000 minimum to open. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertiPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertiPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. Want to voice your opinion so you don't have to hear the same terrible callers every day? Are you behind on your credit card bills? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Is your landlord ready to evict you? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Does your girlfriend think you're a worthless loser? Good. Pick up the phone and start dialing. Then call or text 501-661-1037 to help the cause. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Dean's going to throw, and it's intercepted at the 15. Spence has picked it off, and he's going to go the distance. 50, 40, 30, 20. Brad Spence to the house. And intercepts in return for a score 85 yards in his first game as a Razorback. How about that? On 103.7 The Buzz. 
Out of Bounds here on a Trigger Tuesday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. So we're going to talk about things that are bothering us in the world of sports as the show goes on. And we want to hear from you, 501-661-1037. And uh, let's go ahead and go to Jay, who's in BB, who's been patiently holding. What's up, Jay? Hey, what's still going on? What's going on, man? Hey, Jay. Not a lot, not a lot. Oh, what triggers me right now is my back. I've got surgery today at 315. That's where I'm headed to now. Oh, gosh. Yeah, hope you uh, recover soon, man, and, and feel better. Yeah. Let me ask me you, Jay, too, not, to get, not to get too personal. Is it the lower back or the upper back? It's the lower back, oh, okay. the worst part. Yeah, that sucks, man. Hopefully it goes all right. But the Cowboys win may help a little bit, so uh, I think we got something going good. Hey, listen, you guys, I think I saw the stat that of the last – Nine times the Cowboys have started four and two. They've made postseason seven of those times, and have had some pretty good success. So you're on the right track, that's for sure. Yeah, the our, us in postseason, I'm not always excited about. <laughs> hey, we should get uh, there. Just, yeah, no kidding. One more thing, and y'all may have talked about this yesterday, but that Tesla uh, when Tesla got hit against Alabama, what'd y'all think about that? And I'm just gonna hang up the message. Okay, thanks for calling in, Jay, and good luck with the surgery, my man. Um, as far as the Tesla hit uh, against Alabama, I don't remember if we talked about it or not, but I, from what I understood, that the new rule that's in college football is that it, wasn't, it wouldn't have been called targeting, but it would have been called for a defenseless player. I think that that's what everybody was upset, and Sam Pittman was as animated as you'll ever see him on the sidelines after that, just yelling at the refs. I thought he was defenseless. I thought it should have been called, but it didn't. Um, but, yeah, that that was my thoughts. Because my understanding is is that if it's a defenseless player, it's still a penalty. It's just not targeting. It's just another penalty that's different. Yeah, that's something that uh, has changed maybe in college football because we know with targeting, they want to kick players out of the game immediately. But it did look like it was a defenseless player, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, it's, if that wasn't a defenseless player, I don't know who is or what would be, but that, that was a pretty nasty thing. Luckily, he, he bounced back and was able to stay in the game because it looked pretty nasty. Uh, Jerry's in Hot Springs. What's up, Jerry? Not much. How you fellas doing today? Super day outside, isn't it? Yes, oh. it is. Doing good. Perfect day outside. Back in the 70s when I played high school football, coach said, leave with that hat, leave with that hat. You know, and it was always great to get one of those shots when the guy didn't see you coming, which is a defensive, defenseless player anyway. But the one that I think they are changing in college is if you're 99 yards away from 21 players, you got the ball and you fall down, you're down there. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, what I really called about was, you know, I'm for the Razorbacks. I've been forever, but, you know, we got a five-year quarterback. Uh, I think he needs to be a tight end. You, you talking about K.J. A Jefferson? Tight end. He needs to be a tight end. He's a five-year quarterback. Why hadn't he got any offers? Uh, <laughs> only one reason. Uh, yeah, you're laughing, brother, but there's only one reason. So, so, so Kent, you're saying I said after I said after Kent State's second drive that we'll be three and nine. You're saying at the I next level say, he needs to be a tight end. No, sir. He's got one more year of eligibility. He needs to be tight end the next. So game. he needs to come back to college to be a tight end. Now no, he, he needs to be tight end the next game this weekend. He needs to be tight end. You know that's not realistic. Let's give, though, let's right? give the backup quarter. Let's give the backup quarterback chance. What's the worst he could do? You know Blues. that's not realistic though, Jerry. Right. It, it should be, though. It should be. I've watched football. I've played football all through school, eight years, whatever it was. You know, my gosh. And uh, I'm older than you fellas. watched a lot more football. But, uh, man, he's a tight end. He's on the quarterback. <laughs> if he's there five years, he should have an offer from the NFL. Well, but, Jerry, I mean, what about the past two seasons? I know he hasn't had the best year this year, but his past two years he's been really great and really efficient at quarterback. Well, whenever he got that bean in the half and got that new high-powered performance Corvette, $150,000 car, and he's pimping around Fayetteville, you know, he, he don't have his mind on football's way. I can see it. Oh, come on now. He had he had that vehicle last year. Well, what did we do? Five and five, six and six? Well, yeah, but, that, I mean, that's on. not on him. Just That's not just on him, man. He's it like, is a team sport. Quarterback's, quarterback's the general of the field. He's the captain. He's the leader. He's one of the... He's the one that, you know, watch you mark off the field sometimes, man. He's not enthused. Oh. I mean, that's just what I said. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. But I could be, but, you know, <laughs> I think he should be a tight end. He'd make a hell of a tight end. Look at the look at the tight end play in the NFL now. It's where it's at. 
Yeah, it brings Taylor Swift to the game. <laughs> like it, Jerry. All right, good luck with us. Thank you. Y'all have a great day. Appreciate Thanks it, man. Call. call more. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's not happening. K.J. Jefferson's not a tight end, nor does he need to be a tight end, ever. I mean, he has proven himself many times that he is a uh, quarterback in the SEC, and he's a highly qualified quarterback in the SEC. That's why not only has he had uh, a lot of efficient season since he's been at Arkansas, but also throwing into the mix that he was a preseason second-team All-SEC quarterback for a reason. It wasn't just made up. It wasn't just coming out of left field. I mean, listen, last year he completed, and he only played in 10 games, mind you, in the regular season. But last year he completed 68% of his passes for nearly 2,700 yards, 24 touchdowns, and five interceptions. And on top of that, when he was running the ball, he had 640 yards. Like, that's not bad quarterback play. Even in 2021, he completed 67% of his passes, again through for almost 2,700 yards, 21 touchdowns, four interceptions, while also rushing the ball for 664 yards. So that's, that's, just, uh, that's just not something that needs to be happening for K.J. Like, K.J. is a quarterback. He's been struggling a little bit this year, but just the entire offense has been struggling this year. I mean, the running back position, the 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 offensive line for sure has. That's where it starts with the offensive line. Yeah, like I I still believe that if you had a bona fide offensive line or even an offensive line from last year, the year before, I think it's a completely different looking offense. I don't know if that means that you automatically win the games, but it's a it's a completely different offense that can probably be pretty effective. So yeah, I I completely and totally disagree. And like I said, hopefully it was just a troll call. That's all I can say. Uh, Bills and Benton, what's up, Bill? Hey, John and Joe. Good afternoon, guys. Good afternoon. Hey, yeah, these guys kill me calling talking about their experience and how much time they've been watching football and everything else. You know, my coach telling me to leave with my head. We can tell your coach told you to leave with your head by the comments you just made. You know, because K.J. Jefferson, he has all the records, most of, my, most of the records in their quarterback records at Arkansas, most of them. You know, and, and, and if it went to K.J., you know, Arkansas. Tell me where Arkansas would be. They, they'd be in, in the trash. Well, I mean, they're not that far from it right now. If they didn't have KJ, we're Vanderbilt. Yeah, because without KJ Jefferson and you know what he what he's done at quarterback over the past few years, uh, you know I don't know many quarterbacks that could have done what he's done and and being able to have the success that they've had. So yeah, I kind of agree with you that if they didn't have KJ, I mean, would you rather have Malik Warnsby last year as your quarterback, you know, or Cade exactly. Fortin? I mean, this year, and I like Jacoby Criswell as the backup, but there's a reason why he's the backup. I, I, I don't buy the fact that uh, KJ is, is any sort of problem for, for this what the team's going through right now. He hasn't been perfect, but for crying out loud, he's still 66% of his passes, 1,500 yards, 14 touchdown passes. So there, it could be a lot worse. And I have a quick question. Hey, Joe, a quick question for you. Okay. Did you, did you watch uh, the game last night? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Did you see all those open receivers that that, that uh, the, the Chargers quarterback was missing? Yeah, the one big one that he missed to Keenan Allen down the sideline that he would have run for a long time, maybe scored a touchdown. Aikman called it a house call, you know, and he missed two or three of those last night. Can you imagine if they had been back? <laughs> yeah, the backlash that Dak would have gotten. Did you imagine they lose by what uh, three four? Could you imagine if they had been back? Yeah, it would have been a lot worse, for sure. It's a lot worse. So a lot of that stuff with Dak is, 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 I hate to use this phrase, it's fake news. It's because it's Dak Prescott with the Dallas Cowboys. And that's how I stat last night on ESPN. It said that uh, the quarterback for the Chargers in one score game since 2020, in one score game, he leads the NFL in interceptions in one score game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it's odd that he leads the league in interceptions, but he also has the most comebacks in the time, or second most comebacks in the time since he's been in the league. So it is one of those odd things, but it shows that they're always in a lot of close games, and they do come down to the end. Half the time, he's pulling them out, and the other half, he's making big mistakes down the stretch. Yeah, sometimes you get away with that, but, but, but if it's Dak, you know, I mean, he's the worst quarterback ever. You know, that that, press, that Prescott, I'm going to get off of it, that Prescott, he's a fourth round. He was a fourth rounder. All these other quarterbacks are first-round quarterbacks. Dak, I, 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 think, I think Dak has, has, has made the most of, of, of where, he, where he was slotted and drafted from as opposed to a lot of these other quarterbacks who's first-rounded, but I always compared that to. They, they were first-rounders for a reason. And I get your comments, and, and I appreciate you guys. Great show. Talk to you guys later.
Thanks. So, Bill, that's something that maybe you can apply to the beginning of a quarterback's career, but when Dak is in the situation where he is now or any quarterback, when you've signed a big-time extension and you're making so much per year, it doesn't matter where you got drafted. All that's thrown out. It's not about where it started. It's about where it is now. I just never understand, like, with like someone like Dak, for instance, it's it's something where you could see value in who he is and, and what he's done. I'm not saying he's the best quarterback or even a top-five quarterback in the NFL, but just knowing – and, again, maybe it's just about the, the team that I follow with the Jets. Like, you, they haven't had a quarterback really ever. I mean, their best quarterback, at least in my lifetime, is probably Chad Pennington. And, you know, you, you still find ways to be successful here and there, but – you know, I would have killed to have somebody like Dak Prescott at any point in time uh, on my team. And, again, it's just a matter of your perception on anything. But I don't think Dak's terrible. I don't think he's trash. I mean, what, he had, what, a touchdown pass last night and uh, didn't throw an interception. I, think, I know he got sacked quite a few times, but still, I think he's fine. It could be a lot worse. Now, Bill, uh, not necessarily knowing exactly what he's thinking, but it, it almost sounds like he's talking about people on the outside and how they're critical of Dak. They're Cowboys fans that are critical of Dak, too, now. So they're in this kind of split where half the fans, they're on board with Dak, and the other half, they want to see something different. They want to move on. They feel like Dak is not the quarterback that's going to take them to where they need to be. And Jerry Jones, on the other hand, says that he is that quarterback. So there's a certain number of Cowboys fans that are on board also where it's like they're not necessarily pleased with Dak. I guess that's, that's, you know, you can do whatever you want and think whatever you want, but, I mean, how long did it take for them to go from Troy Aikman to finding, like, a franchise quarterback or at least a solid quarterback they could count on? Was it Romo the first one? Well, yeah, and that that's the problem with Dak also is Dak is being compared to Romo, and it's almost like you're getting the same thing yeah. you got from Romo. Yeah. You're not getting anything that's an upgrade or anything different. Yeah, see, that, that's my thing. Is like you, you, you went that long and you like saw how difficult it was to try to find a quarterback between Troy Eggman and, uh, and what you found with Rome. I think it was one a full decade, but it was something like seven, eight years before you finally settled in on somebody, and, and there it was. So, you know, you can look at it where, oh, it's terrible, it's bad, or whatever, but, you know, how difficult is it, though, to find somebody that's really good at the quarterback position? Because what are we talking about? In the entire world, as, and they're playing at the most elite level, there's what? 10, 15 guys in the entire world that can play the position of quarterback at an elite level or a great level consistently. Like, that's it in the entire world. So it's not just so easy as like, oh, well, we'll just move over here and get this guy and all will be well. Like, it's not as simple as that. Like, there's just been a lot of issues for things that have uh, have changed. And... I don't know. Again, I look at it as just, it could be a lot worse, but finding somebody as good as Dak Prescott even is still an extremely difficult thing to find and takes some time to find, too. Everybody's in a rush to get that next quarterback, and sometimes there's turnover within two to three years, and Dak has been a longstanding quarterback that's been there at least twice as as much time as that. So, um, and, it, and it does get to a point, sometimes at a point where it's like, okay, this quarterback has been here this long and they haven't produced to where they feel like going to a championship game, going to a Super Bowl, and it's it's the fans that are saying it. It's not the organization, right. it's the fans. Also, just as you, to your point from our Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 870, says Dak is Romo 2.0. So there are people that, that feel that way. Maybe 2.5. Plenty, plenty of people <laughs> that feel that way. Give them, give them that 2.5 at least. Uh, let's go to Stan, who's in Little Rock. What's up, Stan? My man, John. How you doing, brother? Doing good, Stan. All right, all right. Freaking Joe. What's up, Stan? Y'all answer my question now. I'm going to ask y'all a question. Answer my question. I know y'all all ain't quite old I am, but we up we up in age. Hey, check this out. I done seen a lot of college bands in my life. Now, I want both of y'all let y'all y'all tell me something. Don't say you don't know. I want to answer. Okay. <laughs> Freaky Joe already know what I'm finna say. <laughs> Who the tough, who the best bands y'all ever seen play in college? The tough, the best bands in college, in co- just not pro, that's college y'all <laughs> ever seen in college. Y'all have seen a lot of bands in college. I've seen a lot of bands. Ricky Joe, you've seen a lot of bands in college. I'm going to say Bramlin, the best band I ever seen in college. Now, that's it, y'all man. Who, y'all, who the best y'all ever seen? That's I'm going to hang it, up and listen to No argument. All right. Appreciate it, Stan. You know, I haven't really seen as many college bands performing at halftime as 
It's probably I would, or at least I haven't paid attention. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm one of those people that I do not really care about the marching band performances at halftime. I'm sorry. It's just not my thing. It's great if it's great, but if it's just, nah, you know, it's whatever. But, I don't know. I've, I thought that when I went to Tuscaloosa, I thought Alabama had a cool cool band. And they, they had put on a good performance. I like them. Uh, UAPB, when they came to War Memorial and saw Arkansas play there, I thought that that was really good. Uh, most overrated is A&M, because everyone just thinks because they march, that that's all it takes. They just march in, in lines that make it look like it's moving every single time, and they think that's great. Ohio so. State may be good, where they dot the I. Oh, I think, I think Ohio State in general is the best, uh, just from, again, what I've seen, because they've done things where they had, uh, like the band formed some, I don't know how they did it, but they formed it to where they were doing like a Michael Jackson tribute, and they had Michael Jackson, they made a character of Michael Jackson with the band formation and had a moonwalk. I have no idea how they did that, and the type of time and effort that they put into it, but they did that. They did a thing with like uh, video games, and they did a thing with Super Mario. I, I, they've been they've been one of those that have gone viral for some of the videos. So uh, probably probably one of them, I would think. But uh, again, I, I haven't paid much attention to uh, to the marching bands. But it's almost like a part of football where you have to have it. But if it was there, I'd notice it wasn't there. But if it's there, I'm kind of not even paying attention to it. Yeah, on the field, it it may be time to scale back on that because that's why halftime is so extended and if you're trying to cut time off college football games which it actually they're into a flow now it's working where they start these games at 11 a.m and the next game starts at 2:30. they've been getting these games over by 215 220 or so and they've been going back to the studio with time to talk about and recap what happened not only with that game but a few games around before that 2.30 kickoff starts. So it has gotten to that point because at one time it was 11 a.m., 2.30 starts, and the 2.30, would, you would never see the beginning of that game. Yeah, it was always overlapping. That would be a great like question to find out. What would people rather have, five minutes less of halftime or five minutes, or take five minutes off of halftime and add five minutes of commercials or keep the five minutes of halftime and then not have the commercials? Because that seems to be the, the biggest complaint people have with the fans at least the length of the game and people watching it is that it's just too many commercials and all the breaks and stuff it's like all right well what if they took off of parts of halftime would, would that make it better for you would you be okay with that uh i don't i don't know how many would but yeah the halftime's too long because it just it, it needs to flow a little bit easier a little bit more and i don't know the band the band's just not doing it for me but you know speaking of this uh, we talked about homecoming this weekend and talking about the band and it's homecoming for arkansas when they take on mississippi state so I, I put out on, on on Twitter X, whatever you want to call it. Just do you, you do you view the homecoming game as a special game? Just in general, not as it it's better or whatever, but just when it's the homecoming game, do you view it as a special game? And eighty eight percent said no. And then that's right. It's not yeah. the game. It's about it's more about the students and what happens on campus for homecoming. But as far as the game, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just another game. It's another thing that takes too long at halftime is the homecoming, you know, whatever they call it, the court. And uh, announcing, I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. I was even a student at the U of A for seven and a half years, and I didn't know any of those people. But, you know, maybe it's a little bit overrated. That's just me. But still, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we'll have uh, What's Trending in the World of Sports, presented by West Rock Coffee. Talk about some of those things and give some updates into the injuries of the NFL, too. And keep it moving here on a Trigger Tuesday on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. dysfunction is a very serious medical issue. It affects over 60% of men over 45. This can be caused from low testosterone, high blood pressure, diabetes, prostate issues, and high cholesterol. The staff at the Little Rock Men's Clinic are specialists in treating these issues. Our medical specialists will determine your specific problem and develop a treatment plan for your specific needs. Our treatments have helped thousands of men with a 96% success rate. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501- 382-9516. Now through October 31st, our office 
visit is only $79. That includes your exam, blood work, and testos. If our specialist can't prove to you that the treatment works, your office visit is absolutely free. I am 58 years old, I have more energy, and I am performing like I am 21 again. I feel amazing. Come to the Little Rock Men's Clinic. We treat low T, ED, Peyronie's disease, and offer a male enhancement procedure. Call the Little Rock Men's Clinic at 501-382-9516. That's 501-382-9516. Or visit littlerockmensclinic.com. Ah, not again. Let me tell you about my man Tom. He had some serious bad luck. And one day he said to me, When is my luck gonna change? And I was like, You need to go to Tulica, bro. And he was like, Yeah! Good idea, bro. Tom was winning big money. People were cheering and kisses. My man was like, This is amazing! His losing streak was finally over. Man, I cannot believe my luck. Believe it. Because when you're in Tunica, you're always a winner. Unless you've been living under a rock. You've heard of the current turmoil in the auto industry. Rising used car prices and declining new car inventory is clearly a real possibility. But this month, Watney Chevrolet strikes back with 0% on 2023 Silverados. Call 501-982-2102. Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville anticipated today's car climate months ago by ordering extra new inventory and assembling a fleet of quality used cars. Call 501-982-2102. Trade now because prices could soon be headed in the wrong direction. Plus, get the relief of no payments until after New Year's. Watney Chevrolet will get you right before the storm on the horizon. Watney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. Make plans now to be at the Pine Bluff Regional Park Saturday, October 28th for one of the world's largest barbecue championships. It's the annual Sissy's Log Cabin Smoke on the Water Championship presented by Saracen Casino. Food trucks, sampling, craft vendors, games for the kids, and it's all free for the entire family. And this year's event is headlined by Bluffett featuring the Son of the Sailor Band's tribute to the one and only Jimmy Buffett and the Coral Reefer Band. For more information, visit SmokeOnTheWaterBBQ.com. This ad paid for with accommodations to take funds in Arkansas's Land of Legends Tourism Association funds. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Unlike other shows, we don't talk over each other with old hee-haw jokes. It's bullcrap! Well, I ain't standing for this! Oh, my God! So call or text to actually be heard on Out of Bounds at 501-661-1037. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson off the zone read. Play action. Pumps once. Looking deep. Tesla at the goal line. Complete touchdown, Arkansas. Man, is this guy a find or what? On 1037 The Buzz. Shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has the best deals in the market, been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501 982 Take advantage of down payment assistance when you trade in a cell phone. Current cell phone is worth $500 a flip, $550. Brick phone, $600. A bag phone, $700 in down payment assistance. And also, take advantage of no payments for the rest of the year. 2023 Silverados at 0% with approved credit. 2.9% is available on 2024 Equinox. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com, and get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip 
to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle, see just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on a vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. Get that service scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon. In case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. It's a Trigger Tuesday. You're on Out of Bounds. We have what's trending in the world sports in just a second, but uh, our Asher Record High fan feedback, NFL Guru, says for his Trigger Tuesday, says uh, what triggers him is the never-ending, ceaseless talk about uh, or of year in and year out about the Dallas Cowboys being a Super Bowl team. How long has it been since they've actually made it out of the first round? Exactly. There's no doubt that the defense this season is outstanding overall, but the offense is stagnant at times, so can we please at least let them win more than one playoff game before we say they're a Super Bowl team? Please, by all means, support your team, boys fans, but for crying out loud, don't believe the hype. <laughs> they have to believe the hype. They create the hype. Yeah. That's what fans do. Yeah. If you don't cre- If you create it and you don't believe in it, then what's the point of it? Uh, that's how it is with the America's team. That's with any team. If you're a fan of any team, that's what you do. You believe that that team has a chance. You want to be realistic, but going into certain games, you want to believe that that team has a certain chance to win. And even after the season, the draft, that provides where people are more optimistic about what's going to happen the next season. And then before the season starts, fan bases are optimistic. Yeah, and the Cowboys are always optimistic and always feel like it's going to be the year. Who knows? Maybe it is this year. Maybe it will be finally put together for the Cowboys, but we got a lot of games before we get to that point to have that decided. But we know that there's a lot of things going on in the world of sports, so let's talk about what's trending. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? Mentioned the Cowboys taking care of business last night against the Chargers. 20 to 17 and it was uh, something that I also saw from the game or maybe uh, after the fact I guess that the uh, Spanish calling Cowboys radio team did not have like a booth to call the game at SoFi which I was surprised by I was like it's SoFi I figured they have booths out the wazoo about 30 of them and they didn't have one so where did they set up shop right there in the press box so it was a funny video seeing them go nuts at the interception towards the end of the game and uh, the video showing them, and then just a bunch of journalists like sitting there in silence, uh, just writing and reporting their story. So it was pretty funny because uh, you got to had to call, call the game somewhere. So that's where it was at. But uh, Cowboys got the victory. Also from Major League Baseball in the playoffs from last night, a couple of games, uh, pretty exciting things. As you had the Astros drop the second game to the Rangers, five to four. What ended up being uh, one that came down to the wire, but Rangers are now up two zero. Heading back to Arlington, or Dallas, however you want to put it. And so they're in a great position to take care of business against the Astros, who, of course, have had so much success. And if you're an Astros fan, I know you've got to be frustrated, but Rangers fans are probably pretty hyped up to be up 2-0. It's not over yet, but it's feeling, feeling pretty good, especially when you do it on the road. Yeah, it's, it's cool to win those games on the road, go home up 2-0, but they still got a lot of work to do against the division rival. And even one of the players for the Rangers said – that the Astros have been playing good, you know, at their home place, and now the Ra- and they were able to win those two games. Now the Rangers need to be able to do the same as far as go home, continue to play well, because they know that the Astros, they're a good enough team where they can go into the Rangers park and win games. And then on the other side, you had the Phillies take care of business against the Diamondbacks in their first game, 5-3, to three, and uh, Bryce Harper hitting uh, another home run, and Happened to do it on its 31st birthday. So after he scored uh, around the bases and ended up hitting home plate, he blew out the 31 fingers for his uh, birthday as he was blowing out candles. So a uh, good win for the Phillies, and uh, they take game one at home last night in the Major League Baseball playoffs. And also in some other news, too, Colts' Jim Ursay, which uh, we know uh, him being the owner and the of the Indianapolis Colts, he said that 
Anthony Richardson is, quote, probably going to miss the rest of the regular season and could undergo shoulder surgery in the next week or so. That's what he told ESPN. So for the uh, rookie quarterback for the Colts, who uh, when he was in there had some some really great moments, but pretty detrimental news there in his first season, uh, having to more than likely or probably miss the rest of the season due to some shoulder surgery he's going to have to have. They want to do what's what's best for his career long term, and uh, that's why they've had discussions not only with the medical staff, but with Anthony Richardson to see exactly where they want to go and what they want to do here. Another injury update with Debo Samuel, as well as Christian McCaffrey, two players for the San Francisco 49ers that uh, need to be on the team, especially uh, so key to their success. But uh, Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers head coach, did give some updates where Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey both dealing with a shoulder and an oblique rib injury, uh, respectively. Also left tackle Trent Williams. They said that uh, McCaffrey they're feeling optimistic about, but Debo Samuel and Trent Williams are day-to-day. They're still monitoring that deal. But uh, they know that they got a Monday night trip to Minnesota to play the Vikings. And we're going to see how that plays out. But huge news for them and something to keep a lookout for because they are important to that team's success for sure. And then also in some some other news, in the NBA at least, uh, that you have – I always find this so funny to read these stories. The Houston Rockets are trading Kevin Porter Jr. and two future second-round picks to the Oklahoma City Thunder. But the Oklahoma City Thunder are immediately waving Kevin Porter Jr., soon as they did that so it's just always fun to see how the, the transitions just move that quick where yeah we got him okay you're out you're waived so yeah kevin porter jr has stuff going on off the court and that's why they're trying to just create some deals and uh get some transactions going but there's probably not a team that's going to touch him right now the rockets are getting victor oladipo and jeremiah robinson earl in the deal that will send a 2027 second round pick to via the minnesota timberwolves and a 2028 second round pick via the milwaukee bucks over to the Thunder themselves. So a lot of movement there for that particular move, but it is that time of year, and there is what's trending in the world of sports. So we will take a break. When we come back, we'll get to Trigger Tuesday and what's bothering us in the world of sports, and we want to continue to hear from you. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at Buzz, John, and Neighbors. And we'll keep it moving, keep it having some fun, and keep hearing from all of you next. You're on Out of Bounds, so stay with us. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Little Rock Athletic Club, an all-indoor pickleball facility coming soon to Little Rock Athletic Club online at lrac.com. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your